perfectionism. Have you ever struggled with waiting until the conditions are perfect to start something? And then in the process of waiting, realize that opportunities have passed you by, that timelines and deadlines were missed, um, that it's never good enough, and you beat yourself up about it, and it becomes this cycle of shame and just a negative experience. If you've ever been called a perfectionist before, whether you acknowledge it or whether you resist it, This is my pep talk about what to do when perfectionism is holding you back. You're listening to Peyton's Pep Talks, hosted by, you guessed it, Peyton, a seven-figure-a-year CEO who works with her husband, has two kids under three, and is known for her pep talks. Designed for a quick pick-me-up, these short episodes will deliver a quick burst of positivity as well as a kick in the pants to get you back feeling great and ready to take on the challenges ahead of you. When I created this podcast series, I envisioned being able to have people ask me for specific instances and scenarios that they're struggling with and being able to take a pep talk that I've given my own self in my past and be able to help and inspire others in their journey to living inspired, living in their truth, living their best self. And I'm so excited today because Anne reached out to me on Instagram and asked me this, and here's her comment. Peyton, I'm racked by perfectionism that tends to hold me back. It slows me down and hampers my dreams. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about perfectionism. So Anne, this one is dedicated to you. Perfectionism is definitely something I have been accused of. I have been uh, a a flag bearer of in, in pride and it's something that has been a work in progress for me and I have obviously some thoughts on the subject but I want to take you back to my college self in college I was notorious for sitting in the front row eagerly raising my hand engaging in the content I pretty much wanted to switch my major to every single elective that I ever took in college because I just loved to learn but one of my favorite classes was about Uh, the art of being an interviewer for HR and candidates uh, for jobs and how to be interviewed. And we would spend time creating the perfect set of questions and how to anticipate the questions and come up with a, um, a rehearsed but seemingly impromptu answer. And I felt so good in this class because I thought I had stumbled upon the perfect answer to the dreaded question of what's your biggest weakness? And I was like, okay, how do I take that and not really expose my real weaknesses that I don't totally have answers for, but how do I twist it into like a perceived advantage? And here was what I came back with that nine times out of 10 would get an approved nod from the interviewer. And I use this outside of the classroom for like actual jobs. And every time I feel like that was one of my winning moments in the interview. And here's what I would always say. They would say, Peyton, what is your biggest weakness? And I would say, hmm, well, if I'm being honest, which of course you should be worried about anytime somebody really says that, I'm just such a perfectionist. I really, if my name goes on something, I want it to be the best and I will do whatever it takes to get it there. Wah, wah. Cue all of American society to cheer and put five stars next to that candidate's name because there's somebody who will work themselves to the bone, 
hit their face into the wall repeatedly because they care so much about being seen as perfect and being put on a pedestal that they will do a lot to achieve that status in your company. And I was so proud of myself. But I'll tell you this. I actually lived the exact scenario I made fun of where I would work myself to the bone, bang my head into a wall, work 80 plus hours a week for years even battling depression on time at times because I was so burned out and worn to the ground because the mantle of perfectionism rested so heavy that it held me back from being able to feel genuinely good about myself because I was sitting there trying to impress and please everybody else because I just wanted to hear I was good enough. So that's my scenario. Brene Brown says it best. And she says, perfectionism is the shield we use to protect us from criticism, blame, and ridicule. Perfectionism is a shield that we use to not get hurt. Hurt by who? Here's the question. If you wrestle with perfectionism, what are you afraid of? Is it criticism? Is it blame? Is it ridicule? And then who's ridicule? Whose criticism and whose blame are you going to work that hard to avoid? Only you can answer that. I really cannot answer that for you. Uh, But I can relate deep, deep, deep in my soul with the need for external validation to believe that I was worthy enough, good enough, that I could be loved. And that has been, that has not served me very well. So what I've also heard on perfectionism that has anchored me is not every time, perfectionism's tough because society cheers for you, even if it's on the dark side, but there can be a positive side. So what's that? Let's talk about it. There is a continuum, almost like a sliding scale between the unhealthy and the healthy version. And again, as you're evaluating your own self, Where do you rest on this scale? And only you can answer that. So on one side, we have perfectionism, which we've identified as being um, seeking external validation and approval because you're afraid of being seen as less than, not good enough, and being blamed, criticized, and ridiculed. So that's seeking for external validation. But is there a way that seeking excellence is positive? Well, absolutely. It is called, and Brene calls it, healthy striving. Healthy striving, is the, the significant difference here is that you're not seeking for external validation. You are actually doing it from, for your own internal validation and pride. And I have to call out my husband who dominates this. He has to get it right because he has standards that make him proud of himself. I've really, I've watched him work and the guy will put in the hours, the work, the detail because he knows what it could be. And he wants that so bad because he wants to put his head on his pillow at night and feel really good about how, what he did that day. I really don't see him trying to get the approval of others. He is fully investing in his own sense of satisfaction that he put his time, talent, and efforts to use in a way that he showed up and said, man, I'm proud of what I just did there. That's an example of a healthy striving. Now, I've 
pendulumed back and forth in my career, and I'm sure everybody does. I mean, that's the point of having a sliding scale. None of us consistently show up perfectly or imperfectly every single time. But the goal is to just bring awareness and consciousness into why we're willing to spend extra time to get that one task so perfect or why we're not willing to start something. What validation or what fears are in play that are holding us back? And then just trying more and more to bring awareness into, gosh, I'm seeking external validation. Why? Why? Because I want to feel good enough. Okay, so can anybody else make you feel good enough? And the answer is no. There's literally no opinion out there that can make you love yourself. Really. I mean, this is like marriage therapy 101, like therapy 101. Like if anybody's spent time diving into your soul, like you have to say you're good enough. You have to deep down believe that you are enough. You are worthy. If you're religious, it's that higher power that's, that's, that's that internal quiet and deep peace, deep acceptance, deep belonging. If you are spiritual, you want to, to go inside of your own heart and your being and feel that you, you are there in a peaceful place, that you are accepted and worthy and valid. Nobody else can do that for you. No one, not a mom, not a sister, not a husband, not a child, not a best friend. That is you. That's, that is the journey. And so I can say this, if you're struggling with perfectionism, take a minute. You're not alone and give yourself some grace. You have been probably told your entire life that that's the right way to be a student, a professional, an entrepreneur a mom, a wife that seeking perfectionism is so rewarded and it burns and so many people out, creates anxiety, creates depression. Like there's so much unhealthy addiction that we have to being seen as perfection. But take a minute and take a breath. You are not alone in this. You will probably be back here again. This is a journey. And just check in with yourself. Who are you wanting to validate you? Is it you? then girl or man, rock on because it is all about, you know, feeling proud of your work, feeling valid, feeling like you've really risen to the occasion. You've applied, you know, what you have in this moment to be your very, very best. And that's fantastic. And don't beat yourself up for that. But if you're saying, gosh, I do think I'm, I care a little bit too much about other people's opinion, or I'm not afraid of failing. I'm just afraid of failing publicly which is probably more realistic to most of us. And then really checking in on why is that so important and what would it mean for me to care about how I view myself and not do it for other people. And with enough self-reflection and consciousness, I believe that more times than not, we can show up on that scale of perfectionism as the healthy striver and less and less showing up as the person that's dysfunctionally perfectionist in a way that robs you of your dreams, your joy, and your presence in life. We only get one life. Don't be a slave to perfectionism. 
when you have a chance to shift out and do it for yourself, do it for the right reasons, and rise to the occasion so that you can be genuinely proud of how you showed up in whatever role it is that you're feeling uh, a victim of perfectionism about. And that's my pep talk for you today. And there you have it. You've listened to another episode of Peyton's Pep Talks, and I hope this inspires you and connected with you. And if it did, go ahead and share it or tag a friend that may want to hear something like this to help uplift them in their day. If you'd like to subscribe, I encourage you to do so. You'll be alerted every time I drop a new pep talk into the world. And if you have a particular issue that you're wanting a pep talk for, I'd be more than happy to record one for you. Just go ahead and drop into my DMs in my Instagram at Peyton Hughes. Have an awesome day.